Hey guys, one more thing. Hey, this summer, when you're being inundated with all this American Bicentennial Fourth of July brouhaha, don't forget what you're celebrating, and that's the fact that a bunch of slave-owning, aristocratic white males didn't want to pay their taxes. I'm Oscar. I'm Jenny. And I'm Bugs. And you're listening to the new Nostalgia Podcast. It's been a little bit of time, hasn't it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Quite a bit. A little bit, sure. When it's was been a whole damn year? Mm-hmm. Is that the last time that we recorded? Yeah, because yes. the last time we recorded was Disney, right? Well, okay. <laughs> we recorded many episodes, <laughs> yeah. but we are now deeming those lost episodes. Uh, I, although I would really like to edit the Disney one and and have that up. But yes, it's definitely been a year since we've put our last podcast out. I, I want to see what the last one we put up now. <laughs> the one I deemed as the one we went back in time. <laughs> right? Yep. It was the one we deemed the one we go back in time. It was... Did we leave off of it with the cliffhanger? Well, we Tell didn't me. die. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, season two was only three episodes long. Oops. <laughs> this, will be, this will be season 2.5. I think, yeah, we'll do... We'll just do the new nostalgia 2.0. 2.0. Um, yeah. I think uh, the good, the good part of all of that is the fact that um, we've all never stopped talking about the podcast. Yeah, it's always been okay when we when we record again, when we put another video out again. You know, it's never died with us, and yeah. I think that's when you really have to start to worry is when. You know, or you start to come to the conclusion that yeah, that's that's a dead dream. But it never, it was never that for us. We just all got really busy. Yeah, and you know, you guys especially. And it's been a long year for you. Like literally, the whole school year went by for you, Oscar. Oh, that's just true. Yeah, because again, we uh, we were. I think the last time that we recorded, we recorded about. All of our trips to... Well, we all went... It wasn't different trips. It was the same trip <laughs> when we went to, to Disney. Mm-hmm. And again, that will come out eventually. You know, hopefully. Hopefully. It'll get there. It'll... You'll hear it soon Soon. Hopefully. <laughs> all I can say is hopefully. The only thing I... I we even recorded a New Year's one. Oh, yeah. That had our, our resolutions on it. That, again, is another last episode. And just the, like our resolutions. Exactly. Just like our <laughs> resolutions. And, and like in there, we were all like, yeah, we want this. We hope for this and this and this. And all those went totally down the drain five months later. But um, I don't remember what. I, I can't even remember exactly what it was. But the only thing that I want for us right now to work on is consistency. Yeah. I just want us to work on that. So here's hoping that we do. Mm-hmm. So, we kind of discussed about a new format for the podcast, and we kind of, we like talking about, um, or we wanted to keep the part where we where we talk about what we've seen, what we've heard, our, our current fascinations, our current fads, our current habits, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, so. It's kind of like our month in review. Our monthly faves. Mm-hmm. Monthly favorites. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. So Oscar. So this today we're today we're recording is June third. Mm-hmm. Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and this is a particular important year for me and Oscar. Because we're turning 30 this year. Mm-hmm. Bugs turned 30 last year. And is still currently 30. <laughs> and won't be 31 until October 6th. Yeah. This is our 30th year. Do you want to talk a little bit about the return of Saturn? Do you want to talk about why that's interesting? Um, the only thing I know about it really is that it was no doubt uh, <laughs> the album before Rocksteady and that I actually liked it and a lot of people did. That's pretty much all I know about it. So, is that really the album? Yeah, it's called mm-hmm. Return of Saturn. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because that was the year Gwen Stefani turned 30 and it was her dealing with like, you know, I think at that point she was married but she hadn't had a baby yet and she was just like, I'm old, so... So that was in between Rocksteady. It was in between Tragic Kingdom and Rocksteady. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was when she had pink hair. <laughs> yeah, it was and her braces. pink hair phase. Wow, that yep. was probably the least most listened to album then. Mm-hmm. To think about it, really, because I listened to Tragic Kingdom a hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was... That, and Rock- I wore that out. If you look at the... I still have the CD. If you look at the CD, it's scratched all to hell. Yeah. Yep. That's when CDs. When that's when CD players actually tore your shit up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I ha- I remember after a while I'd play my like that was when my dad. I remember that my dad rugging it up. I guess you're getting a new boombox for Christmas because <laughs> <laughs> it would be like you couldn't walk near it um, since I had my room on the second floor. Um, there was nothing underneath it but the carport. So like mm. you, you you know any sort of movement. Would skip would, the would make it yeah. would skip the CD, so uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I like that album because it's like I think it has a lot to do with like why I like like synth music and like stuff that because it was really eighties synth themed. Hmm. But it, yeah, it was pretty much a it's lost to the other two albums. Mm-hmm. But yeah, back to uh... well, the point of bringing up Return to Saturn is because a Return to Saturn is every thirty years. It said in astrology that. Um, in your return to Saturn, everybody's is a little different. It goes through the months, right? So um, through the houses of the horoscope. I would really like to interview one of my friends. She did uh, Bex with us, Denise. She's really good at astrology and stuff like that. I'd mm-hmm. like to have her on a on one of the videos or stuff, and so she can elaborate. But the point is, is that it's a big milestone year because of good things or bad things. So is it good things and bad things, or good things or bad, or good things or bad things? From what I've come to understand, it's or. Oh. I feel like it's. I hope. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope it's and. It's almost like your karma is gonna catch up with you this year. Okay, I feel like I'm okay. Like it's. Uh, I think I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like your karma's. Ca- it's, it's like okay, all of the karma that you had built up is gonna really hit you. It's kind of like okay, you've been making your bed for thirty years. Exactly. Now, now you have to line it. Okay. Exactly, and so you either it's like a time of reflection, kind of. So you have to like look to see how you want to, you know, have your next thirty years because in thirty years from now we're gonna be sixty. Man, I totally felt like that in high school, though. Like, when I was, like, close to graduating, like, that whole point of reflection. Exactly looking at that fat goth kid that I used to be. Fat goth kid. I was totally that fat goth kid. You were a (laughs) ham. Total ham. (laughs) 
You were not. Well, oh. I don't know you were in high school. But in the pictures that I've seen, you're adorable. And I would totally had a huge crush on you. But then the ones you didn't. <laughs> Thank God those haven't resurfaced. I don't know where they are. Uh. I knew people who had those. And that's just like, God damn. I don't want to see those ever again. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Oscar, monthly favorites, favorite song or album, your current binge, i.e. Netflix or Hulu, Mm -hmm. um, are you reading any books, are you obsessed with eating anything lately, and have you developed (laughs) any new habits? Okay, so, uh, for listening purposes, I have just recently gotten into, um, Church's new album, it's, uh, it just came out maybe like... A week or two ago, and it's been it's pretty good. It's like synthy pop music. Um, for what I've been watching, the last movie I watched was I think, um, what was it? It was probably just it was the Avengers: Infinity War, which you know, I'm sure. Well, well as a whole unit, you went. We ended up going to take a venture on that one. No, you went to watch Infinity War again after we saw Ready Player One. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, we'll talk about Ready Player <laughs> yeah, One, in a One because um, I'm not necessarily like actively reading it, but I've I've read the first couple chapters and I kind of want to finish. Of I read the first couple chapters of Ready Player One, and I actually really enjoyed the movie. And I saw obviously I saw the movie first, but um, I can see how it's a little bit different than the book. He enjoyed the movie so much that he made it a point yeah. to call me. <laughs> And say, we have to all go watch it and, together. And I wanted to make sure we watched it in in the movie theater, like, before it went out. And I think, honestly, the last... That I was, like, the last week it was still in theaters. Right. So... So we got... We did it. Enough. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> we got in to watch it. And, um... Uh, well, I want to talk about Ready Player One in a little while. I want to keep going on this so okay. everybody okay. has a chance to, to talk. Uh, the last thing I've been binging, and I think... Me and you, Jenny, have been kind of sharing this. I think Bugs is a little bit annoyed with it. (laughs) (laughs) He's getting into it. Binging Shane Dawson videos, which is weird because it's not 2009 anymore. (laughs) But you know what? It's interesting also because he's our age. This is true. He is our age. So I like watching. I've I've learned that I like watching YouTubers that are our age and the how successful they are mm-hmm. you know what i mean and really hoping that they're genuine you know what i mean like yeah from what i it's funny because i watch shane dawson and there, i watch it and i'm like oh my god it's anthony like I, like there's so many things <laughs> that he does and i'm just like i miss my best one of my best friends and um hi anthony if you're listening he does listen to our podcast <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, and who is also currently working on our uh, new intro music. So that's a new thing that's coming for our... We're not joking about New Nostalgia 2.0. Yeah, <laughs> now 2.0 is a for real thing, guys. And I I like being able to watch people who um, I feel like I can relate to. And I can definitely relate to him. And I can definitely re- relate to Graveyard Girl. So, mm. so yeah. But, um, yes, Shane Dawson videos. Keep going. Um, and a habit... Uh, I don't think I have a new habit as of yet. I think after I turn 30 or maybe even like in the next couple of days, I think I do want to be kind of reflective of like, okay, like, you know, new decade, new, uh, you know, how, how do I want to go into this new decade? You know, what what do I want to keep and what do I kind of want to get rid of? Yeah. Uh, and this month is particularly important because why? 
Well, this is my birthday month. It's his birthday month. <laughs> and mine will be in two months. And so that'll be really, really cool. And next month, um, well, not next month, in a few weeks, actually, hopefully, if they all agree to it, our next podcast topic will be on uh, basically like a high school flashback because we're going to have a small reunion of a lot of our high school friends. Yeah. So hopefully that happens. If not, you'll never hear this part and it'll get cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So yeah, how about you, baby? How about you, Bugs? The your song or album you've been listening to? Current binge, possible book, possible snack. Um, not really a particular album, but particular genre of music. I've been really heavily into vaporwave for some reason, <laughs> and and the only way I can describe it, and it's weird because I've had like I'll be at work. And I'll have it just on the background, and people are like, "What are you legit listening to?" It and they would come in on the random most songs, and it legit sounds like eighties, nineties commercials, like mm-hmm. playing in the background. It's really envelope, like it's really heavily influenced with like envelope. So it opens, closes, or it's distorted, it's muffled. It's a whole. Some of lot. it's really haunting. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's sometimes where I'll catch a song, and I'm just like. Okay, that's very skippable. <laughs> that's going to be on my next one. I'm not going to keep that one in. But the one that always, like, everybody jumps to is Home uh, mm-hmm. by Resonance. Or Resonance, uh, depending on how you look at it. Because I don't really call them titles. I mean, they're all just kind of different. But that's been my, like, biggest kick. It's just something that, like... It, it sounds like white noise in the background, too. If you ever fell asleep with watching the TV. Like, when you went, when I went to bed, that was the majority of the time. So that's what I, I'm big on that one. I guess binging. I mean, um, like I said, <laughs> like I was trying to get a, get out there before you guys kind of said it too. Was I'm not annoyed with Shane Dawson. I mean, it's just it's interesting because, like you guys said, from 2009, it's just like he. <laughs> it's gonna sound bad on me, but. I feel that was somewhat the birth of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, he's been there since practically the beginning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so when you're thinking, yeah, he's you're wanting to know if like he's trading true. I'm thinking like even Ray William Johnson, but like mm-hmm. we, I mean, no, but you find out real true colors of people yeah. like Smosh and um, Ray William. Uh, I mean, Mystery Guitar Man. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of. Um, Jeez, who else was I watching at that time? Uh, Lonely Girl Fifteen, I think, was a little predates that a little bit. Uh, who else? Um, when it was a web series, um, this is probably way. I think earlier. I on Justine. The time, I Justine. Uh, Red Whoa, versus Blue. I forgot about her. And she still and she still has videos out. Like to me, it's I remember like, you showing that to me and me being so annoyed. I was like, I'm totally. Yeah, annoyed. she cries when she when she. Unboxes Apple products. <laughs> wow! <laughs> but it's like it's to me. It is kind of funny because you do hear a lot of uh, YouTubers that started around that time, and maybe even a little bit later, and they're just, they just stopped. Yeah. Like Ray William Johnson. Like I think he even didn't get popular until about like maybe two or three years after that, like 2011. Yeah. Yeah. That was when I started watching Equals 3. And then I remember I just stopped because all of a sudden I started to feel different. And I remember I used to hate watching Shane Dawson. Not hate it, but it was like, okay, it's too it's, it's too much. Too much. And then it was, um, yeah, it was just too much. And now I can't fucking get enough of him. 
Because even in his crazy, crazy videos, when it's just him, you know... Vlogging. Being ridiculous. No, <laughs> like, trying different things, you know what I mean? It's fucking hilarious. Like, it's just... Well, because it's like, now his format went from, like, you know, parodies, music videos, and, like, skits. Now it just seems like it's more of, like, a... Like... A reality show in the sense where it's not completely fake, but yeah. you do feel like yeah. a lot... Like, like things are scripted, obviously. Not not completely. Kind of like... like, okay, like he, sets up, he sets up the yeah. situation. He sets up where... the situation for sure. You can tell. And that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. I'm totally fine in understanding that he has to do that because, I mean, you it's have to have a structure for a video. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And he's a director and he's done a lot of things. And I think that's also what I like hearing about like I, I started really going through his videos I guess this is kind of going through to my talking about my binge I've been watching a lot of YouTube lately so it's like I've been studying for my test and watching YouTube, you know? <laughs> yeah. and so it's really cool to see his progress and even like when he came out and thing and stuff like that to how different he was then and how different he is now and he seems more Free, You know, it seems like he's more relaxed. But at the same time, you can see, you know, the things that he struggles with. Which I think is what makes him relatable. You mm-hmm. know, it's what makes him like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. I mean, he has money. He has a lot of money. He's one of the first YouTubers. Mm-hmm. He's got to have a lot of money. Yeah. He's still down to earth. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's now actually making me want to possibly look like... I guess look back and see exactly when that turning point was. I mean, he, I felt, this is just me thinking out loud, is that possibly he had that internal struggle of acceptance. Like, I don't know, like, compared to, like, everybody else coming out. What do you mean? I don't know if he was one of the first ones on YouTube to come out, but. No, he just came out a few years ago. Like, he he was. Like, if there's a difference in, like, the like tone. His, yeah, his tone and yeah. formula, like, if he was, like. You could tell he was somewhat forcing himself to like be in the spotlight, to be funny, to be this way, and then... Well, he talks about how... Because he actually... Larry King actually interviewed him, and I watched mm. that interview. And uh, he talks about how he used, he used comedy to cope with a lot of his stuff. You can tell when he's having things up. And then you can tell when he's, like, genuine. Like, the things that I've been watching, binging mostly, are his conspiracy theory videos because they're just fun and funny, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're, like, they're like 70%, you know, you're just like, this is ridiculous. But at the same time, there's certain things that he brings up and you're like, hmm, I never thought about that. <laughs> you know? Which is what I like. Yeah. And, um... I mean, I can talk about that stuff forever. Not necessarily that I believe in it or buy in it, but it's it's kind of interesting and kind of cool to think, well, what if that was true? You know, like what would, how would things be different? I like mm-hmm. conversations that start with questions. So they're good conversation starters, okay. you know, to have fun. Mm-hmm. What else, love, have you been? Uh... I wouldn't say really much any binging. I really haven't been watching a whole lot of stuff you've been working a whole lot (laughs) yeah that's been my whole like go-to like i haven't had enough time to really watch anything Mm -hmm. um i mean of course the last couple movies we did watch we did get a chance to see solo oh yeah Um, that's true i don't know no comment (laughs) well i I think well my thing is i want to get mark in on an episode and see how i mean he has a lot to say about the last jedi and I don't know if he'll see Solo, but I have a lot to say about Solo as well. 
So, mm. and he, well, he's really got a strong point on Last Jedi. And a lot of people, I understand, like, kind of now, I, I, like, run into a lot of people who were just like, they don't acknowledge that one. <laughs> so, that, yeah, nothing really too much bingey. It's just working. As for me, when it comes to song or album uh, that I've been obsessed with, I've been listening to more Elton John lately than uh, I used to. I mean, I've always loved Elton John. I can't remember when I first heard it. It was on a show. Oh, I remember. It was on an episode of This Is Us. I don't judge me. I fucking love that show. It's don't great. you judge me. <laughs> no judging. No judgment here. No. That's okay. Once we get a chance to interview what's his name and ask him, because I, I my whole thing, like I legit want to ask him a couple of questions. Ask I, who? Um, Jess. No. No, I don't think I don't think Alamo City's getting him. They're getting what's the name's husband. Ooh. Toby? Yeah. Oh my god. We got we got what's the name for Alamo City Comic Con. Oh, I didn't Toby. know that. The Which one? One who the girl met at like Fat Club's meeting, whatever. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So we got him and I I've only seen like one episode of the show, but I think I know is it the the one that that the daughter's dating or husband? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. So, like, my whole kick with him is that... He has to put on a fat suit, doesn't he? Yeah. To make him fatter? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not that question I just want to ask, but, like, (laughs) there's another thing that he went on interviews talking about, like, legit every script he always tried to fit in This Is Us. He Mm. always tries to work in the title of the show, and I want to ask him personally, like, what... How many... How many many times have you been successful, and how many times, like, did they have to legit, like, cut you down? (laughs) But that's one. But yeah, you were getting him for Alamo City Comic Con. Oh my god, that makes me so excited. Okay, I heard Mad Men Across the Water in an episode of This Is Us. And I know I had heard it before, but for some reason in the context that it was shown in the show, made me obsessed with it. And so I immediately added it to my play- one of my playlists, and it- I've been obsessed with it for the past, like, four months. And then the other day when you and I, Oscar, went to go um, record shopping in Austin, mm-hmm. uh, I found the album for like five bucks. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was so excited. And uh, Mad Mad Across the Water is also the album that Tiny Dancer comes out in. Okay. So Tiny Dancer is my favorite Elton John song of all time. That's what I've been obsessed with and been listening to mostly. Um and been uh, kind of like, okay, you know, to reconnect myself again with, I guess, older music. Because mm-hmm. I've been obsessed with 80s music for at least the past year, two years. I've been listening to, like, n- almost nothing but 80s. Cool. Possible book right now, to be completely honest, I'm just kind of stuck in my notes and my DSM and my uh, and counsel- encyclopedia of, like, of uh, counseling. So, no well interesting able. books. Um, I do have a have a stack of books that I want to start to read after the testing is done. What's the first book that you think you want to start with? I want to finish it. Okay. Um, I want to finish it, uh, especially before the second part comes out. Mm. And I really want to read the uh, autobiography of um, Mackenzie Phillips. Mm. So I know that's going to be a difficult read. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be intense. It's called High on Arrival. And um, that's definitely a book that I've been wanting to read for quite a while. I have the audiobook and I have the physical hard copy. So 
I'll be doing that soon enough. Okay. Possible snack. I legit have <laughs> something to add to that. I don't know. I don't know if I'm... Okay. I've said this before. I'm absolutely, completely susceptible to advertisement. Yeah. And, like, if anybody <laughs> in this room is susceptible to subliminal messaging, it's probably me. Um, I feel like I'm a really good focus group for... You know, the man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, you know what the masses will love? Exactly. I feel like I'm a really good sample for the masses. It's true, though. So, I don't know if there's been, like, people have been talking about them lately, but I, I used to love them when I was little. Love them. But all of a sudden... I'm obsessed with Twinkies all of a sudden. Okay. Like, <laughs> Twinkies. Like, just fucking Twinkies. Like, wait. They'll catch on, kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. And then all of a sudden, I started noticing in a lot different things that I was watching, Twinkies, Twinkies, Twinkies. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? So, and I had already started eating them. And then I started hearing every, hearing Twinkies everywhere. So I'm like... I had a Twinkie in a long time. <laughs> I have one. You want one? I'm, I'm okay. Oh. <laughs> Steven bought me a box the other day. <laughs> He's maybe, like, what do you want from this. the store? He's like, what do you want from the store? I'm like, can you bring me some Twinkies? And he goes, yes. And I said, okay. And yeah. And like, just fucking weird. I don't know. Well, but that's my current snack uh, obsession for the month. So I don't know what will be next month. But. My favorite, like hidden well not really much of a hidden fact about it but it's pretty out there it's common it's not really much common knowledge but i like it is that twinkies actually went away for about six months Mm -hmm. yeah they were they were totally like they they went out of business Mm -hmm. and the person or not really the person but a company i don't know i mean they basically bought twinkies because people were like well fuck it's twinkies was PBR Pabst Blue Pabst Blue mm-hmm. Ribbon? Yeah, the beer company bought Twinkies to manufacture them again. I remember hearing that. That's what I was like Pabst Blue Ribbon, a beer that I'm okay with drinking. It's not bad. It's there. It's fairly cheap, but it's still pretty. gets a good, gets a good job done. And it made me laugh is that they bought Twinkies. I was like, sure, <laughs> goes odd pairing, but it's there. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. A new segment that we kind of want to start that we talked about uh, that would be interesting, especially since this is our 30 years. Mm-hmm. 30 years ago today was 1988, the year Oscar and I were born. And um, we kind of wanted to see what what was going on 30 years ago today. Right. The top movie was Crocodile Dundee. Was it one or two or just the first one? The second one. The second one. Crocodile Dundee 2. Yep. And so that was top uh, at the box offices for like three weeks or something like that. Wow. <laughs> I think so. It's usually the sequels that really... I mean, the the original starts off pretty good, pretty strong. Sequels somewhat tend to flop. I've actually it never seen the second no. one. <laughs> well, I'm, I can actually speak from experience that I've actually never watched any of the Crocodile Dundee series. Never? At all? At all. I've seen pieces of the first one. I just know the whole gimmick of that's not a knife thing. Yeah, yeah, I've never that, that, yeah, that whole thing. That's it. Yeah, insert clip here. Yeah, I've, never, <laughs> I've never seen them either. Yeah, so never really interests me. Oh well. <laughs> so, um, Again, it's June third. Yes, June third. Today is June third. 
the closest I could find was June 5th. And um, the top song on the Billboard charts was George Michael's One More Try. And while we were playing it a little while ago and listening to it, I was like, this is definitely a song that I've heard before, but not one that I would genuinely be like, oh my god, that's one of my favorite George Michael songs. But I know, like, Lisa's played it before and stuff like that. I have it that a bomb exploded on Pan Am. Jeez, that's like when Pan Am was still a a company. Uh, Flight 103 in Lockerbie in Scotland on December 21st. Also in news, Prozac is sold for the very first time as an antidepressant. (laughs) So this week, or today, uh, 30 years ago, Prozac became a thing. Yep. Um, And Oscar, when we heard that, Oscar was like, what did you say? Oh, that we that we've never lived in a world without Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> that's where my mind goes. <laughs> and let me see. I'm still trying to find the show. I have it from the '88 to '89 season. Okay. It was the Cosby Show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeesh>. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, I, I feel like Roseanne hadn't come out yet. Oh no, number two's Roseanne. <laughs> oh, oh, oh wait, I have that exact, and I'll, I'll post it along with this, along with our. <laughs> no, you guys are laughing, but I have that exact same picture where it like this is again before the, when even TV guides were still out. I'm pretty sure they're still out, but like not as massively produced as they used to be, but. Yeah, it's a cover of uh, TV Guide, and it's Roseanne and the Cosby Show. They're, oh, my God. Like, she was fighting for number one. Oh. And it's so weird that, like, you know, that 30 years ago today, like, they were, that's what, that that's how it was, is that's what they were fighting for, but. Yeah, now, now Cosby is a. Uh, Raping his. Is a rapist, and now Roseanne is a racist, so. <laughs> Ouch. Ouchies. Ouchies. Yeah, for real. Um. Takes you 30 years to learn that. Damn. I it, guess it, so. It's people, so weird. People always show their true colors, though. That's yeah. The, that's the thing. I guess it takes cool. 30 years. <laughs> See? Yeah. Karma. Definitely yeah, made there their, you go. They definitely made their bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. No, but, uh, yeah. So, as we... Oh, God, no. Those are terrible jokes. <laughs> Neither one of you boys Sorry. attack that joke. Stop all your head. Fuck, please. Okay. Ugh. Um, but, yeah, as we know, earlier this week... Uh, Roseanne just totally got slammed and canceled her her reboot, which is terrible. I, I'm genuinely, genuinely upset by it because I really enjoyed that reboot. The majority of the acting acting did not feel forced. Um, the writing was good. It kept me entertained. You know what I mean? Like it was reboot gold. <laughs> you know what I mean? Plus, everybody wanted it so bad. I just feel like I wonder if if they should have even done it to be to begin with because I think it almost seemed like like I've been reading some articles about how the cast felt as as it was being rebooted and I think it almost sounds like a lot of them were almost kind of waiting for something like for the shoe to drop like what's going to happen you know when's when's Roseanne going to do something or say something that yeah they were kind of like waiting for the bomb to explode um I really feel they must have had some sort of stipulation in her contract, you know, because she doesn't know how to keep her damn mouth shut, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, ugh, if if Kathy Griffin does lewd shit, you know, and she's complete liberal, 
does does lewd stuff even though i mean it was a joke and whatever but she got totally like ostracized yeah i mean I for think what she did like she from what i heard that like she hasn't played a live show and it's like she's just now starting to come back from right it, so it's only fair you know what i mean mm-hmm. for both sides i mean there has to be a line somewhere and Roseanne definitely crossed it. She screwed over the rest of her cast, and she screwed over the fans that were really enjoying that reboot. It lasted nine episodes. God I mean, damn just, it. It was the legit, would you say, that was just a complete wrap-up of a first season? Well, I mean, there's still a lot of unanswered things, you know what I mean? Like, there's still a lot of unanswered questions. They They weren't expecting that to happen. They had already ordered a second season. It was doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, not speaking for every everybody else, but I mean, like, I I was kind of a big fan of the original. Practically, it felt like I lived it, <laughs> living with my mom. Um, <laughs> but Hispanic Roseanne. But like you know, it kind of caught my eye. It was always on television. It was something always there to watch. But like I. I don't know why, but I had a feeling like something was bound to slip up and it wasn't going to go through. It wasn't going to, you know, follow all the way through to a second season. I just had a feeling. I just didn't know the main cause would be the main character. <laughs> I just didn't, mm-hmm. like, to, I mean, to be the on, only person, like, bring it off syndication or the only person to bring it off themselves. So, didn't expect that. I heard that what they're trying to do now is it's in a real preliminary set that they're they're trying to see how they can move on without her and having more of like a a Darlene show. Yeah, I heard that also. Um, I also heard that, was it you that was saying, uh, telling me, Oscar, that uh, because she still has rights to the characters, she'd still get money? I think that was Elizabeth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so they're trying to see, maybe probably see how they can work around that or what. I think they just need to let the brand go and then just, you know, do something else. Like, each of the actors should just do something else at this point. Like, I mean, I felt like they were, I mean, legit, I felt like they were all doing something at least with their life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, I can't, you know, exactly speak for, like, the youngest one of all. Well, Michael um, Fishman was really upset. Yeah, he just... He really didn't see that coming, I'm sure. Um, but I'm talking about, like, more like... Yeah, of, uh, I forgot her name. Sarah Gilbert? Yeah, Sarah Gilbert. Well, Sarah yeah. Gilbert has um, the chat. You know, yeah, she has that. She has her talk show. So... Um, and then Laurie Metcalf? Well, Laurie... She's an Oscar award-winning actress. Her and John Goodman, I don't think, have anything to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they always have something they're going to fall back on. That's kind of future prospects for... Hoping, crossing fingers, to go ahead and wrap up Toy Story again. Even though I felt like three was like our pinnacle, like yeah, we grew up with these toys. They're gonna finish it up, but there's something apparently in the prospects of the future of doing a four. Yeah, I don't know if I want a four. No, they're already doing a four. Yeah, I know, but I kind of don't want a four. I feel like three was good just to kind of end it all off, but we'll see. I'm not worried about Disney doing sequels. Yeah, but at this point, it's kind of like if Disney does a sequel, it's because I know that they have a good idea. Disney hasn't let me down yet. <laughs> you, wouldn't, so. you wouldn't say Solo is a letdown. <laughs> does it need to exist? It's look. It's not a bad movie. Does it need to exist? 
<laughs> no, it does not need to exist. That's my worry about Toy Story 4. Um, what if it goes straight to DVD? It wouldn't. It won't. Yeah, that, that'll never <laughs> it's scheduled in the line to be one of Pixar's big releases. So Just like this year, The Incredibles is. Which another one you have yet to watch. So, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I need to watch The Incredibles. I actually have it. It's one it's of the. So it's good. one of That's the was... one of the very few Disney movies I have not seen. I actually, <laughs> the other night I counted how many Disney movies I haven't seen, and it's a total of, including sequels, it's a total of nine. Oh wow! <laughs> but then she started watching the trailer, and I was like, "It's already giving a whole lot. It's already giving you a whole lot." And like my whole thing was like, "Just turn it off," because you're seeing something of a particular character that. You know nothing about until mm-hmm. you watch the first movie and you're just like, well, he's the main attraction. In the first movie, he's not even the main attraction. He's, like, not even on the roster. It's the family as a whole unit. You get to see, of course, Mr. Incredible. Uh, but you, then you see everybody else. And then the, just the one little solo person, you're just like, oh, I forgot about him. And he's all in the trailer. I was like, straight the away. Baby. Yeah, the baby Jack-Jack. Like, you never know anything mm. about him. Yeah. Don't tell me. <laughs> it's so that's why I like that's what kept me going a little bit about the first one but then wouldn't that be crazy if he ends up being a villain bum 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 no, yeah cause they really hadn't introduced I don't think if I remember in the very first trailer of the first one they haven't really introduced the villain it's just all about him I think we'll we'll, we'll see more once it gets closer when, when's that one gonna be released do we know this month oh really in okay. a while <laughs> alright in a few weeks I'm excited about that also Jurassic World 2 is coming out <laughs> and as much as I love Chris Pratt I hate <laughs> Jeff Goldblum oh my god so um no, I, that, yes I hate the, him that man is a national treasure Ew, get, the, <laughs> get the hell out of here with that like, <laughs> no, I you, cannot stand it I feel like that's gonna be just a running thing you don't want this hates the, Jeff Goldblum the, the, I can't stand the way he talks the sexy Goldblum <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the it's the pacing of his of his speech. I can't I can't. You don't. The like trailer it. was like that three. <laughs> the, the trailer was he, like three quarters. He, him. He all of a sudden just like he holds his breath and then everything he wants to say comes out at once and then it just keeps going like that. And then, <laughs> I can't do. In a way, do you hates him too. <laughs> In a way, do you feel it's almost like Kirk? No. No, I mean like William Kirk. Shatner. Yeah, like Shatner talks like this. I can deal with that. <laughs> I can't deal with where everything does almost a question. I can't deal with. Uh, <laughs> no, I just call them. And I've seen like okay, I had never seen Earth Girls Are Easy, and um, oh yeah, and Bugs showed me that, and I really liked that movie. I mean, it was cute. And he was pretty cute in that movie. But also, he hardly talks. I was like, that's very minimalistic, (laughs) Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) So that's fine to me. I've hated him ever since the first Jurassic Park. Oh my gosh. So, um... I mean, was it Chaos Theory? Yeah, even though when you look back on it, he's really the only one who makes sense. You know what I mean? But... (laughs) You know, it's he's, like in a way, he's kind of the idiot savannah of the characters. Like you just don't want to listen to him at all. Well, he's not exactly the idiot savant because he's a doctor, but he's the most logical. He's the most logical one. He's kind of the one to just. He's like, are, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, he's he he's like the black cloud of the whole operation. I feel. But that's so funny. Even to find out another bit about that movie is that Sam O'Neill really didn't like kids. Mm-mm. He really hated his child like co-stars. Sam Neill. 
Sam Neill. What did I say? O'Neill. O'Neill. You said Sam O'Neill. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I don't really care for him. I mean, like, Event Horizon was a good movie, but, like... Well, they haven't brought him back at all, have they? Is they, he coming back ooh, in this new That one? would be pretty cool. I don't know. He came back in, uh... Lost three. Third. I know, but, like... <laughs> That's why I skipped in, two. In the Jurassic World, like, offshoot. Because technically, I think that they were saying the director of Jurassic World plan or sees Jurassic World being the direct sequel to Jurassic Park. So they kind of cut out two and three. Oh, interesting. Really? Mm-hmm. Even though he made a reappearance in three. Well, that's why... Jeff Goldblum was like... They're, they're, they're cutting out two and three. And that's why if you... <laughs> I mean, I've, I've seen comparisons of... Jurassic World 2 and Jurassic Park 2 and they seem to have almost the same storyline where it's like I can't remember what like they come into society mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't remember completely what happens in Lost World I I really only saw it once and it was at the theaters when I was little I just remember him having a daughter right he Mm -hmm. has a daughter and and now all of a sudden there's raptors and Mm-hmm. In the city, New York, and um, yeah. and the third one. It's the adult version of their back. Ah, <laughs> 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 I love that movie. And in the third movie, I just remember Laura Dern coming out very briefly, and uh, that it had to do with pterodactyls in like this really crazy atrium or something. I can't remember. Um, so I guess if they're blurped and they're just no longer existent, I mean the main yeah. story is. Legit, they freaking lost the canister that was encased in mud and became what that island is now. Okay. That's that's the sum up easier version is basically when what's his name? Newman. I will say Newman because I forgot his oh, name. Newman. <laughs> forgot his name legit even though I don't really like Seinfeld but the guy who dropped the canister and got attacked by that uh, uh, dinosaur. Uh, uh. Yeah, when he got attacked by the dinosaur and dropped the canisters, that's what they're going with. In main mm-hmm. canon Oh, I understand. Because apparently in 2 and 3, they go back and find that canister. And that's what they keep going with, too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if we look at it, it'll make sense, you know. Yeah. But I don't really care to. The first Jurassic Park is the one I care about. It's the one that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That was still, like, a peak above its time. Like, that was... That's forever, like, that John Williams score, though. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Gives me shutters. So from summer blockbusters, I guess to to probably the most the biggest thing we would look forward to as kids was summer vacation. Mm-hmm. Now you look forward to summer vacation for a completely different reason, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> well, not a completely different reason, I guess, but I guess in a different view as a teacher. It's like I don't have to work go to work anymore <laughs> for a little bit of time. Yeah, but I mean, as a kid, like it felt like forever. Like you, ne- I never like really measured the span of time exactly how much summer was. I know it, summer vacation felt a lot longer as a kid than it does now. So yeah. it's like all of a sudden you're like, "What do you mean it's already time to go back? You're crazy!" It felt like we just started. Yeah, but yeah, I remember summer feeling like forever. How did you start to mark summer was coming? When you were a kid. Or like, what? yeah, what was like a banner moment? Like, it's like, oh, it's almost here. Um, I think it's, it, it changes as you get older. Because I remember when I was in elementary school, it was kind of like, 
uh, since my birthday's in the summer, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, well, school's ending, then it's my birthday. So I always knew once we got closer to my birthday, it was like summer, you know? Yeah. And then it was just like, because really, when I was little, my dad worked, because he's an accountant, he would work throughout the summer, but my mom was a teacher, so that was like the time my mom would really have with me and like you know we do a lot of stuff like she when I was little when I was like little little you know we I would do like swimming lessons I would do (laughs) um like little uh like day camps at the zoo you know a lot at um the glass porter zoo and that's how I kind of learned or that that's how I kind of knew okay well it's summer and also like they I had stuff to do during the summer like my parents never really had me just chill out until I guess middle school, you know, where I didn't really do much. And then when I was in high school, I took a lot of summer classes, like, to kind of get ahead. And the same thing throughout mm-hmm. then. So. How was Sarah for you when you were growing up? Well, um, <laughs> the only thing I was always thinking is, I wasn't, well, no, I was active. I was thinking I still wasn't as active, but I mean, being in the military family, all we did like the only thing of course that kind of pops up is going to the Y my mom used to take us mm-hmm. to the YMCA and just drop us off and used to have a ball and just shoot really just have fun with the kids and <clears throat> that was mainly it I don't think that's like the only one thing in there it's more mainly closer to when I was living in Georgia and uh, <clears throat> when I was living in Georgia and Alaska in Alaska, we were, like, full-on physical. We were all full-on just playing soccer, roughing it, sledding, doing everything. And Or, that was... Sorry, that's going to winter. But, I mean, playing soccer, playing... Well, it's a really a difference in Alaska. For <laughs> <laughs> um, some reason, Alaska. <laughs> we would go sledding. <laughs> yeah. Well, no... Well, actually, speaking of summer solstice, yeah, that was pretty bad. Really? The axis, of course, where the sun lays... It sets in the middle. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's known as, like, it would drive people mad, apparently. Yeah. So, like, that's where in Alaska where it would sit. Like, you would never knew, and it's so weird in that one town. Like, you never knew exactly when it was curfew because the way the sun was there. And it would just sit in the middle and then go right back up. Like, bounce. <laughs> it bounce. It looked funny. But um, that's how I knew. But then even coming down to San Antonio, uh, totally different thing. Um, we were always at the pool. Like forever at the pool that always made me think of the sandlot that particular scene where they you know of course they go and play that one game but then they all they all go to the pool community pool so it was stuff like that when i came to san antonio we had my cousins and uh they're still around so not particularly around that same area but we all knew that one community pool and i it's funny to drive by it now and then even going to and from uh since we we still we kind of live around that now we live around that area, so seeing that same community pool was always cool. Mm-hmm. So that's synonymous for me was that is always the water parks, Splash Town. <clears throat> we never went to Schlitterbahn. <laughs> uh, Fiesta Texas, we went to a lot when we were younger. Having photos that's even weirder is that like I never knew that was the same exact same Fiesta Texas. Mm-hmm. I have photos of like posing with Wiley e. Coyote and Bugs Bunny, and <laughs> not knowing that this is the exact same one we've always went to. Like it never done. Like it never. No, even in the pictures, like looking at them, nothing looks the same. And for you, for summer. For me, for summer, we always went somewhere. Like, um, 
we weren't a family that like went out of state or anything. The only place that we ever would ever go out of state would be to go visit my aunt in Louisiana when she lived there. So kind of like my elementary years, uh, if we went anywhere for vacation during the summer, it would be to San Antonio. And we would uh, come here. We would come here. We'd go to Fiesta, Texas or SeaWorld, but mostly Fiesta, Texas. Uh, shop mostly. And it was always closer toward the end of the year. Um, because that we would go to the outlets to shop for school clothes. Mm. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's usually what would happen. So it would always be kind of like toward... You know how you were saying how you were like, oh, summer's coming because my birthday's coming. Mm-hmm. I knew school was starting because my birthday was coming. Oh, that'd be sad to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> because while I was also born in the summer, literally my birthday landed like the day, uh, school would the start day, early. the day or two before school would start. And so, um, my birthday, I know, ne- I've like, I don't think I hardly ever celebrated my birthday on the day I was. Of the day of my birthday. It always had to be the weekend before or the weekend after. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and my parents always made, like, my mom and dad always made parties for me and stuff like that. But um, I used to do um, camps, like, week-long camps. Um, but they weren't, like, normal camps, like uh, cabins and stuff like that. These were camps at the island. And they were for... In the, they were for um, kids who had visual impairments. Mm. So it was specifically for that, but it was cool because we didn't have to pay for anything and we stayed at the island in a, in a nice condo for a week and it was really cool. Um, and we had a lot of fun because there was always, they had full on schedules and activities for us to do and stuff. So I did that for a few summers. I remember doing that. Then I mostly remember in middle school and middle school summers were full of um, sleepovers and stuff like that with like Kathy and (laughs) Jackie and like Mm -hmm. that that's mostly what we did a lot of movies a lot of stuff like that because um, that's when I started hanging out mostly with my my best friend who's still my best friend today besides Oscar (laughs) and then high school was pretty much the same thing, except I remember that's when I really started feeling summer getting winding down. Like, it felt a lot shorter mm-hmm. because of band camp and things like that. Yeah, where well, we would pretty much have to start earlier than everyone, like at least two to three weeks before everyone would go back. Yep. We would have to start... Um, Learning marching sets. Yeah. And training, like, you know... If we were freshmen coming in, we had to learn how to march. And if we uh, we were older than that, the upperclassmen had to teach all the underclassmen how to march. And yeah. so learning all of the learning all of the music and yeah, it was hell. <laughs> but it was good. But mostly hell. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why I can yeah. never do it. <laughs> um, I mean, when I look back on it, I lost a lot of. I would lose a lot of weight in marching. Like that. I remember I get super dark. Like I. Oh yeah, my skin would tan like to where it was like. I I wouldn't burn half somehow. Well, I think it's like I never put on (laughs) sunblock. I yeah, and that's the thing. I remember at some point, like I would kind of start to burn like in the back of my neck or or a little bit on my arms. But then after a while, it was almost like my skin would get used to it. You played what? Uh, trumpet. Trumpet. Cornet. Cornet. The trumpet. 
briefly, <laughs> like uh, baritone or yeah, before euphonium, but that was like around the time I was quitting anyway, so <laughs> I had to return that. Oscar had the sense knocked into him, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm out." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it's not on my schedule anymore, huh?" Because we I'm came from show up we anymore. came from the top. We were in the top band in the valley, so. Mm-hmm. You know, so we we were very competitive, and our our um, and our band director um, ran us like an army. <laughs> yeah the 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 program itself was really intense. Yeah, and it uh, kept us very disciplined. Yeah. So um, like looking while, back now, they, they ran it a was tight really ship. really good. <laughs> like you know, it, it was so good, and he was so good with us that he was able. We were a three hundred plus uh, band. And, um, so <clears throat> we were able to do big trips and things like that. Like our freshman year, we went to Disney World. Oh yeah. And so, summer. yeah. So he was able to, you know, trust and trust in us and take us to Disney World. Uh, and nothing happened. There might've been like one incident, but you know, that was nipped in the bud and then we all moved on and everybody had yeah. a great time and you know, it was good. But you know what? I remember that trip and I remember feeling like... I remember because we we like we were there for like five days, going to parks for maybe four four of those days, and I remember feeling like by the third day, like because the the itinerary was so like intense, intense. Like we 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 would wake up at six or seven, go have breakfast, then get to the parks by like eight eight thirty. Like pretty yeah. much when they would they, open, they kept us on. They they were like, okay, this is what we're doing. This is the schedule. Everybody has a schedule. They actually gave us where we were responsible for ourselves. You have to be there on time. And we we were responsible for ourselves. I can mm-hmm. tell you that right now. And for an individual who was in band and choir, uh, a lot less people um, my senior year on the choir trip. I mean, there was like 300 of us that went to, to Disney World, to Florida. And there was maybe about... 60 of us that went to New York and man did did a lot of crap happen. I I remember being one of the only people who was like, "No, we're not doing that." blah 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 blah. Like I was like, "No, what like we're going to get in trouble." I was a super hardcore like, "Nope, we're not doing that." I'm not totally... going to get sent home yes, for something stupid. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how I was and it was completely yeah. different and I remember coming back and I was like, oh my god, all of the crap that's going to happen is going to hit the fan. Sure enough, our choir director had everybody go into a different room when we came back from that trip. And everybody got lectured. And I was just sitting there like... I was like, this is where band is so much more disciplined. They're more... Like, we we were more regimented and stuff. And it was like... It was crazy. It was just... Well, I just remember on that trip, like, again, by the third day being so exhausted because we would wake up so early and then stay at the parks the entire day mm-hmm. to go home or go back to the hotel till at like, you know, we we leave the park probably like at nine or something, go have dinner, go back to the hotel and none of us would go to sleep at like the time we would get back. So we'd probably fall asleep at like 12 <laughs> and then have to wake up at six or seven again the next day. So by the time... Somehow we did it. Why well, I, I was just by the third day I was like I just need to find a place in the park to nap like that's <laughs> 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 and you know and I remember that I don't think it caught up with me until the last day 
the last day we went to Universal Studios and I remember having the most enormous, disgusting headache I ever had. And I literally had to go to um, the nurse's station there at Universal Studios and I passed out. Passed out. Like, I was like, done. Like, and I knocked out for a long time and then woke up and it was time to go back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, sad. (laughs) But, you know, oh well. I always felt like those were simpler times, and they still, looking back, they were simpler times. I mean, mm-hmm. it was you just had a lot time. less to worry about for sure. Yeah, now, I mean, I feel just getting away sometimes. I mean, yeah, it still feels the same way now. Like, you're able to get away from the pool, but now you have to deal with, like, other people's kids. Like, <laughs> I love mm-hmm. that, is you still have that same enjoyment. Like, there's that one thing that will bring you back down to earth or make you feel like that kid again or mm-hmm. make you feel like that during the summertime. If Oscar wasn't a teacher, I feel like... It's just a normal part a of the A normal year, part of the year. Which it is for like pretty much everyone else. Uh-huh. Um, to me, I feel it's like... It's just like anything else in growing up. I think it's like you have more freedom, but with that comes more... Uh, comes with more responsibility to make sure things happen so it's like when you're when you're little if you want to i mean you don't get the choice of going on a vacation your parents have the choice of going on vacation and you get to go i mean you don't see it that way but you Mm -hmm. that's the way it is Mm -hmm. you know you may have some input on where and what time but you really don't and then it's like now i mean if i wanted to go on a trip i could figure it out and go but see and a lot of that what you were talking about right now like it's true we definitely don't have like i don't ever remember my parents being like where do you want to go for vacation and it's different for they very well could have asked us you know you and me as only children of course separately mm-hmm. like, we're the only ones that <laughs> you know what that i they mean had to really that they had to it's not like they had to appease four kids three mm-hmm. or four kids it was only just each one of us so um i know and i know we, we're gonna have a segment uh Later, and on. later on, talking about what it was like growing up as only children, mm-hmm. and what it was like for you folks to grow up as a middle child. Um, <laughs> but that was probably the only time on like ever that I wished I had a sibling was on, on trips? summer vacation and on trips. Most mostly just going to an amusement park mm-hmm. because I didn't have anyone to ride the rides with. Same. And um, I wasn't the kind of... While I made friends easily, I didn't ever want to be like, no, I don't want to go by myself. You know what I mean? Because my mom was too afraid of roller coasters, and my dad had high blood pressure, so he and he, like, never wanted to get on. Okay. Um, so he... <laughs> like, I never did that. But the cool thing about um, here in San Antonio is Six Flags has a watering hole type thing um so we have a lazy river and we would stay there the whole day like you know so i i remember my mom and dad would also invite my aunt patty to ride the rides with me because while she was also an adult she would totally get on the rides with me she'll still do that to this day like she's like yeah well let's let's go ride this and blah 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 blah. so she was my partner (laughs) that's kind of similar i guess to how i was like when when i really wanted to go somewhere and i kind of you know made a big deal about it that was when, like, if my dad couldn't do it, and usually my dad couldn't because he was working, um, my mom would ask my my aunt, like, her sister, and they would take us because my mom doesn't like driving. She still doesn't. She doesn't like driving anywhere but, you know, Brownsville or the Valley. That's funny. My mom loves driving. 
And I asked her recently, because um, you'll find out in, the, in one of the coming episodes that we drove to Florida, because we <laughs> always do. We've always driven to Florida as a family. Um, this past time, we definitely drove, except the difference was my dad wasn't with us because he stayed back home. And the only one driving the whole time, because she didn't want the boys to drive, <laughs> i.e. Bugs and Oscar, uh, had to worry about it. Uh, she was driving. And I asked her, I was like, Mom, are, are you still up to driving? She goes, oh, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> she goes, it was just the time that we went. And I was just like, okay, I guess, if you want to. I mean, because we all kind of came back, and I mean, that was easily discussed. It's like, we might just fly this time. I was totally like, I'll just save up a plane ticket, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, that's been our summer stories. Um, make sure you guys let us know how you like the new segments, whether you like looking back to 30 years ago, whether you like our our current faves, and then like our little topics that we like to talk about, our own personal stories. Um, you can always reach us on Twitter, on uh, on YouTube, and I think we have a face we have a Facebook too. So make sure you like that page too, and just give us any kind of comments or any kind of feedback you guys want to give us mm-hmm. um, to see if you guys like our new our new uh, our new setup, our new format. Well, uh, I'm Oscar. I'm Jenny. And I'm Bugs. And you've been listening to the New Nostalgia Podcast. And we're gonna have a new outro. We we need to have a new outro, right, guys? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting that currently worked on. <laughs> yeah. Well, for now, stay classy, San Antonio. Stay classy. Bye. <laughs>